Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hello and welcome into a Monday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch, talk some sports. Sam, producing the broadcast today. Uh, we have quite a few things to talk about today, I hope, with you. 3928255, email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Rarely in the time I have done Gator Baseball broadcasts, if you, if you listen, I'm a pretty by-the-book guy. You know, uh, here's the 1-1 pitch, fly ball, it's deep, it's gone, Okay. When Caglione hit that ball that exited uh, the universe, I think I just said, here's the pit. Oh, no. And it sounded like it was bad, but that's just how fast that ball got out. And look, please don't expect the Gators to hit eight home runs in a game all the time. And, I mean, Cincinnati's pitching isn't SEC pitching. But it's certainly good that Florida did this. Their lineup is terrific. And they've got a chance to be pretty good. Now, the competition gets a little bit better. Jacksonville University this week, then Miami. You'll hear Jacksonville's coach Chris Hayes with us later on today. So we'll talk baseball with you. Gators softball, on the other hand, took it on the chin. But even that is not a bad thing. I don't know if Tim scheduled it this way, but, you know, they had some cupcakes early on, and then what happened? They went out to California knowing the competition would be stiffer, and they got exposed a little bit. That's not a bad thing. That that tells your team, right, okay, this is what we have to do. I, I think that's just fine. Now we'll see how they bounce back. Congratulations to Gator Gymnastics, SEC champions. They just roll on. Gator Indoor Track teams did well too. Arkansas did a little better, but they did very well. And uh, now... We'll take And by the way, Gator women's basketball winning yesterday. They get set to play in the SEC tournament this week. The Gator men have Georgia tomorrow. Lots to talk about. 3928255. Email srussell at wruf.com. Uh, okay here. Let's see. Aaron. A game where it seemed UF did a lot of good things, just couldn't pull it all together for the entire time to get the win. Positive sign and a few downers, biggest downer. The defense was off their normal play. This is against uh, Vanderbilt. Vandy did a good job. Aaron, when Vandy's hitting shots like that, they're a tough team to defend, period. And, and, and uh, you heard Mark chronicle that today, right? you got a big man who can shoot threes and, and, do damage under the basket. Interesting. Steven says, and I'll ask, I'll throw this out for 
public consumption. Is there a new NCAA baseball rule you already don't like? What do you think overall about the changes? Actually, it hasn't done a whole lot yet. We, we, I saw in, in, the, in one of the games over the weekend, uh, a ball was called when the pitch clock expired. But other than that, I don't think it's altered anything. So my answer, I think, um, Stephen, is there, there's nothing that I don't like about it. I don't know that the games are any faster because of it. I got to wait to see what the season does as we go on. Byron, hello. Hey, Steve. Just real quick to the Gator basketball team, Steve. Man, this, uh, SEC is a tough conference, and I know I'm making excuses for them, but, man, hold your heads up. It's been a rough year, Steve, for all of us. And, uh, hey, just, just try to fight through it, guys. Maybe you can come through at the tournament and win one. We still believe in you. And secondly, Steve, I just want to thank the Oak Hall family. Yesterday I, I got to get in the game and watch it. The first time I've been to the stadium, Steve, I, I, we, I were on the left side, and then Cags hit that ball. I, I almost couldn't see it. I think it went past the guy with the K's down there into the parking lot. I never seen nothing hit that far. And uh, he had three, I think you mentioned, and Josh Rivera had two and an inside the park on an error, which was incredible to see. I hadn't seen one of them in a long time. Eight home runs. Steve, enjoyed the game, man. Thank everybody from Oak Hall. Go Gators! All right, Byron, thank you. One of the most exciting plays, and even though it occurred because it was an error, was to see Rivera come around like that. That's you don't that play doesn't happen very often in the sport, uh, and it's fun when it does. There is absolutely no question uh, about that. Uh, let's see here. Some more emails here. Let's get some calls. Lots to talk about today. Daryl says, listen to the baseball broadcast over the weekend. Sounds as if Cade Curlin has a bright future. You bet he does. Uh, I was with you. Surprised the Cincinnati player swung on a 3-0 pitch during Saturday's game. Looks as uh, low Tennessee coach Tony Vitello has made the news again by being suspended this past weekend. Yeah, I think it has to do with a player that uh, they, they recruited out of Kansas to come play who's not eligible yet. I think it's got something to do with that. William says, a couple of baseball topics to chew on. Big week against Miami coming. I still think Waldrop should be the Friday night guy. The lapses in control with Sprout really make you nervous on Friday night in SEC play. Sprout with an ERA over five so far this year, by the way. Bullpen still leaves a lot to be desired. I'm not sure why we keep putting Purnell out there in situations where runners are on base. Hard to watch. Neatly looked good. Ficarota looked decent as well. Other than the three weekend starters plus those two guys, Anybody else you actually trust at this point? Well, to your point, William, uh, Sully kind of said that without using the word trust uh, at the end of the game, that there are still some arms uh, he wants to evaluate and roles he wants to evaluate uh, before you know the SEC season starts. Let me just say this. Purnell last year wasn't great in SEC play, um, but you can start slowly. For example, as a hitter, you, you play 56 games, right? Well, your first 10 games, you might hit 150. Does that mean you yank you out of the lineup? Well, your first two or three appearances as a pitcher 
may not be good, but does that mean that you don't get more chances? So that's that's what I think Sully has to do just in terms of that is figure out, you know, what is going to happen. And, you know, Waldrop, his ERA is over three. And that's not bad, but Sproach is five. And Caglione's, I think, two and a half, something like that. So they haven't been world beaters in terms of that. It isn't like they've dominated people. And that's what I think a lot of fans think. Well, let's see when the season's on. I trust Cade Fisher, right? I, I, again, I don't know you know, how long or how many appearances, but he's looked pretty good. I, I, I would trust him. Um, but, yeah, guys like Slater, uh, Purnell, hopefully they get better. 12-13, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Victoria Alves. Florida Gators baseball will travel to Jacksonville tomorrow night as they look to extend their winning record and maintain their momentum. Over the weekend, the Gators claimed their second series sweep of the season against the Cincinnati Bearcats with a 13-7 victory on Sunday to wrap it all up. Up next, former Gators basketball coach Mike White will reunite with Florida tomorrow night as the Gators take on Georgia at Steglin Coliseum. Florida will be looking to bounce back after losing three straight games since their loss of their top scorer, Colin Castleton. Boys High School basketball tip off their state championships Wednesday night. In Class 1A, two semifinal games will take place, including Williston versus Franklin County, and Hawthorne takes on Chipley. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Victoria Alves. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Been telling you for a while now about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. Simply put, if you have an unused or unwanted vehicle, car, truck, motorcycle, RV, boat, just about any kind of vehicle, please consider donating it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. The facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes sustained by these donated vehicles. They fix them up, they resell them, they learn real-life skills. Your donations are tax-deductible as well. To find out more about what the Road Heaver Boys Ranch is doing and what they've done, their history, you can Google Boys Ranch Palatka or Go to rbr.org online to learn more. That's rbr.org. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things, for our planet. Raise a fine glass of wine to your sweetheart and the environment. First, don't get hung up on packaging. Many great wines now come in boxes, which produce half the overall emissions that bottles do. Also, cardboard is just as easily recycled as glass. Finally, look for estate wines, where all grapes are grown on the vineyard and not trucked in from distant locations. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a hundred things, a thousand things, a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? Finding security is a tricky thing. It's one part minimizing risk in all facets of life, and one part that fluffy blankie you had when you were three. And since Radiant Credit Union can't get into Grandma's attic to find Mr. Snuggles, we can help secure your financial future with our adjustable rate certificates. Let us secure your savings with rates starting at 4.93% APY for 12 months. Visit RadiantCU.org forward slash secure. 12-month certificate requires $1,000 minimum balance to open account, $10,000 balance to earn APY. 
If you're looking for the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, look no further than Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. Steve Russell here. I've been a customer of Southeast Car Agency for a long time. All the vehicles I've purchased have been great. They'll do the same for you. Go online, secars.com. You can check out the vehicles they have in stock. You can go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue. The Cousins families run this business for 40-plus successful years. That's Southeast Car Agency. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Quick, the quicker picker upper. Bounty picks up spills quicker. And each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less than the leading ordinary brand. So you can get back to your milkshake. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, and they're like, it's better than your Bounty, the quicker picker upper. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. All right, let's get some calls. 3928255, email srussell at wruf.com. Daryl, hello. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Good. I'll call to tell you I really appreciate what you do for the high school, high school sports in the area. You know, without you, I don't know if we'll get much coverage, but also want to congratulate Hawthorne and Coach C.I. Ingram. Man, he is what he's doing with that football program, the basketball girls, is just really remarkable. And I like what he said in the interview the other day. It's like, he take his basketball girls and let them be the water boys, water girls, for his football team so they can get used to his sound, so they don't freak out if he's bringing his voice up or, you know, his, his coaching style. So I just I just really want to congratulate him and, and, and you for thanking you for covering these programs so we'll be able to keep up a little bit with them. Well, thank you for that. I, I was a high school coach once in my previous uh, life. Yeah, so, so over I east have, side. Uh, east side in Newberry, yep. So – I have a uh, you know a, a fondness for that, and CI is going to be here today too to celebrate uh, that victory. Man, what he's doing—he actually played against my son when he was in high school at Over Hawthorne. Um, but what he's doing is just really remarkable, and I just—I hope he keeps it up. You know, I'm sure he wants probably some other opportunities come up. That's usually how this stuff works. But he's doing really, really—you know—he's doing a great thing there in Hawthorne. Yeah, one of the bringing him back. Yeah, you know, I—I I, I don't want to ask him that today because you don't you know want to take away right. you know from what right. he's done but you know I, I i would imagine i mean look th- there's nothing wrong with staying in your hometown and coaching right i mean there's worse things right. in the world than that by far and you know sometimes you you want to scratch an itch and think gee can i do it at a at a bigger level or the collegiate level or whatever that might be right. so you know we'll see with him all right i appreciate it Steve. okay daryl thank you Tony, welcome to Sports Scene. 
Hey, Steve, what's up, buddy? Um, listen, I listen on the uh, app during the baseball games while I'm at the game, and that call was great, man. You were just in shock. I was in shock, was just, no doubt. Yeah, that ball was nuked. And the crazy part about it was that the home, his, his first home run had a 118 exit velo. That was just a missile to right field, man, that first homer. And that, and that the, line drive missile. And the thing I just don't understand is why teams continue to throw first him pitch first pitch <laughs> fastballs when he is up there hunting like Orion for the for the first pitch fastball. It's amazing. Yeah, listen, Brad Wilkerson is a Gator legend, and well so, you know, but I think we really need to start to appreciate what we're going to have here in Jack for about another season and three quarters because this kid's going to do some special things here, man. And uh, a scout told me the best thing about Jack Cagnon is that he already had his Tommy John, got it out of the way. <laughs> That's what a scout told me because uh, they know that that Tommy John surgery is coming to just about every pitcher too. So, But uh, that was one of the funnest games that I've ever had out there, Steve, between all the home runs, between Josh's uh, Little League inside the park home run. Um, that was just so much fun uh, Sunday, Steve. Uh, looking forward to uh, next weekend. It's already pretty much all sold out. Miami's going to be in town. Um, imperative for Sully on Tuesday and Wednesday, Steve, to find about five arms he has confidence in coming out of that bullpen, or else they're going to probably drop one to, to a UM just because of the bullpen if he can't find some five arms that he has confidence in, Steve. Yeah, he mentioned that yesterday in the postgame, if you heard it. He just said, you know, we got to try to get two or three more arms that, you know, we can rely on and trust uh, to yeah. go out there. And I'm very interested to see – uh, what that'll be like in terms of what he does tomorrow on Wednesday with the bullpen as well. Correct. I'm surprised that we haven't seen Hartzog yet. I thought he was pretty good during the preseason. He had a couple rough outings there at the end of the preseason, but I thought he looked pretty good. I think Arroyo also needs to have a little bit more of a shot and see uh, if he could find those couple, two or three good arms, man. All right, Steve, I'll talk to you later. All right, Tony, thank you for your call. Uh, let's get to some emails here uh, as they have come in, but we certainly want to get calls. Mark says, interesting hearing Shane discuss on his podcast the number of college coaches he's personally talked to that are disgusted with NIL. Uh, I can also attest to that. I got to think that maybe played a role in Tony and the rest leaving, especially after they got a front row seat to the Rashada fiasco. Uh, your thoughts? One of the things that I wish... Billy would do. He won't because he has a way of doing it. You don't really get to know those guys because we can't get access to them, right? To be able to, you know, as they leave for other jobs and say, what do you think? Now, they're never going to throw, you know, what they did here under the bus, nor should they. But I will tell you, most of the coaches I have talked to, I can't speak for Shaner, but are older and are older school and don't like the NIL for many for many reasons. But I do think it's a factor. I, I don't think it's a, I think it's a question. It's a factor. But let's take that out of it. If you aspire 
to coach in the NFL and you get a chance to do that, how do you, how do you say no? Sam says, not worried just yet, uh, just concerned. The team was exposed softball with their hitters. So used to them having success in California. Hopefully not a season-long issue with the batters. Pitching's coming, but it's a year away, unfortunately. Uh, Glenn and Ocala. Caglione is the Godzilla version of Otani. Did MLB totally miss him? If so, glad they did. Arkansas track is their marquee program. Plus at home, Gators did well. Bring on the outdoor. Agree. I mean, Arkansas is just like Florida. They're, they're really good, and they're particularly good indoors. Um, but Gator Tract also did very, very well at that particular event. Um, Lucas says the only thing he'd change with the baseball rules is the pitch clock. I changed it to 30 seconds and put it somewhere the pitcher can see it. The pitcher shouldn't have to see it, in my opinion. If, if you're, like, look what Florida's pitchers do. They get it and go. And I think more coaches, quite frankly, should teach that because forget about speeding up the game for the fan. It keeps your defense engaged. You get it and throw it. That, that, that's, you don't want them sitting around and you know, guys walking around the mound. You don't want that. Uh, Andrew says if Mike White loses at home to this depleted team, it might be the most embarrassing loss of his career. Um, I don't know about that. Did you see the NBA game, 176 to 175? Got to be kidding me. People think defensive games are boring. I think them changing rules in sports to score isn't better. Florida never making a stop on defense, and football is unwatchable. I'd rather watch a Will Muschamp D where we dominated on D, but people complained we didn't score enough. Andrew, sir, you are in the minority. I'm not saying you're wrong, mind you. I'm saying you're in the minority. How many times have you heard me say on this show, would you rather lose in football in an exciting offensive game, 50-45, to 45, or would you rather win a defensive game, I don't know, 19-13? to 13? And if you say anything other than winning, then I don't know what you're thinking. Because, again, if it's entertainment, go to a movie. That's the job of a coach is to win. Do you want to make it entertaining if you can? Certainly. Because, look, if you have a good offense, it helps you as a team, and it's, if it's fun to watch, great. BB says, in basketball, fans are disappointed. I feel worse for the guys on our team. It's not like they're getting any time off from practice or conditioning. In baseball, with so many leaving the ballpark, does our home run derby Gator baseball team have enough baseballs to last the season? Uh, what's your analysis of Cincinnati's pitching? It's not very good. Uh, just to compare what the guys we might see this week. I mean, they had, they had a guy or two. Look, every team has a guy or two, but their team ERA, I think, was seven coming into this, so that tells you something. Uh, and their first series was against Georgia State, not an SEC team. So you're gonna, you should see better pitching with Jacksonville and, of course, with Miami. 1228, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN, 98.1 FM, and 850 AM, WRUF. 
Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I first heard of Exceptional Dentistry through family. Our dentist had retired and we were looking for a new dentist and I valued everybody's input from the family. And so they said that it was professional, well done, friendly staff. Uh, they were just so impressed. I would like people to know about Exceptional Dentistry that you can trust them implicitly to do the best job ever. It's not your worry. Let, put the worry in their hands and then you'll have a great outcome. Let them do their thing. It's a great spot. We recommend them to everybody. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Here's a story I've heard too many times. You need your car looked at, so you take it to the dealership or some chain store and guess what? They're backed up, understaffed, and woefully unorganized. You just know if you leave your car there, it'll be days before you see it again. You don't need that kind of mess in your life. Dave Mays Automotive is fully staffed. They have five ASE certified mechanics on hand. There's no wait time, and they'll even give you a loaner car if you need it. Now, that's service, and that's why I and so many others have been trusting Dave Mays Automotive since 1975. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive. They get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive. We get the bugs. All of them bugs. Out of your car. The winter blues are almost behind us, and we can't wait to get out of the house and be more active. That sounds great, but your achy joints don't agree. Time to do something about that. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Stop with the steroids, with the possible surgery chatter. There's a better way to get lasting relief. It's QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. This exciting approach uses healing properties from your own body, highly concentrated and then placed directly in your achy joint. It can restore and repair that damaged tissue and get you moving again without pain. Knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain, hip pain. The patient satisfaction reports are incredible and no downtime. The old ways of dealing with joint pain are no longer the only ways. If they're telling you you need surgery, do yourself a favor and call QC Kinetics. Learn more about this wildly popular all-natural alternative way to get lasting pain relief with no surgery, no drugs. The call is free. The consultation is free. 352-400-4550. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Today features plenty of sunshine, warm weather, and breezy conditions. Winds will at times be upwards of 30 miles per hour, and that's as high as climb into the low and mid-80s. Tonight, mostly clear, with areas of fog developing, especially after midnight. An approaching cold front will move into our area tomorrow, but will kind of wash out. Now, I do think we'll have a bit more cloud cover, but we may see a passing shower as well. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. And now, the, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. There are guys who love everything about it. There are other guys who are just good at it. Ben Simmons just strikes me as somebody who was good at basketball but didn't love basketball. A lot of guys will get to the league and then all of a sudden they relax a little bit. That's when you really got to put in the time. And that's what KD does. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9 right here on WRUF. 
From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Are we at the point where there isn't anything to talk about in the sports world? I hope not. I hope not. I mean, again, we the, the pro sports, you can spring training, whatever, but there's plenty of Gator sports to talk about. 3928255, you can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Don't forget, uh, a little later on today, Hawthorne has really had a nice little run here. Cornelius Ingram's going to join us at the top of the 1 o'clock hour. Uh, also, Greg Bowie, the boys' coach, they're getting set to play in the state semifinals. He'll join us today, as will Chris Hayes, the Jacksonville baseball coach. So uh, that's coming up today. But in the meantime, still plenty of time to hear from you. No one's talking basketball, and that's a shame. Really a shame. But I get it. You know, you you move on to the next thing. Lee says, Napier's whole deal is family, buy-in, attention to detail. I don't have a problem with 27 players leaving. Roster turnover can be good. I get why our coaches left. But all of it together, plus the NIL issues, make it seem something may be amiss. Our coaches didn't move on after some success here. They moved on after one year and went six and seven. That's not buy-in. Billy talks about it's a process, and this is just year one. But under these circumstances, every year is year one. Has he hand buy-in or continuity? Troublesome. Let me just say this. If I were going to work here as, as a new person, and I signed up, and, and you know, they, they wanted me to do certain things. It's a buy-in. I'm going to teach students. Um, you know, I'm going to be part of the college, all of that. And, and, I, and I love it. I, I, I do it. And then a year from now, ESPN calls. What am I going to do? It's a promotion. I would imagine, I think most people would think, going to the NFL is a promotion. So whether it be, what if they'd done that if Florida went 9-3? and three? Would the thinking be any different? It shouldn't be, should it? There's a difference between, and look, I get it. If a coach, if you're saying to your players, I want to buy in from you. Well, then a coach can leave after two years because he gets a promotion. Where's the buy? That's always been the case. That's never going to change. It's never an equal thing. You're not, and now with the transfer portal, you're really not going to get buy-in. That's, I think buy-in is, if not dead, a, a dying 
phenomenon. Dave, hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, a couple of topics. I don't know about buy-in. I think that there's a, there's probably a little more buy-in sometimes when a person is a, an alumni. Maybe just a little bit. But we've seen we've seen situations even then where guys go. And you know, my my feeling is that all that is. Uh, hey, I wish him well. I cheer for former Gators. You know, that's all there is to it. Do you agree with that? Uh, even about wishing the, the the coaches well. Of course, of course. How do you how do you have not you? How does anybody have a problem with somebody taking what looks like a promotion? How do you how do you get? I mean, if if this was you know any other profession and you got a chance to move up, I mean, wouldn't you take it? Sure, absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, a couple other things. you probably bought your first automobile with Dave Mays automotive when you were still in school. Say that again, I'm sorry? Did you buy your first automobile with Dave Mays automotive when you were still in school? Well, they're two different things. Dave Mays automotive is a place I take it. Southeast Car Agency oh, okay. is the place I buy it. Oh, okay. Okay. I get the commercials mixed up. I, but they're effective. They got me listening. Uh, another one from listening... Uh, 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 you bet the farm again and lost. You lost another farm like that, right? <laughs> you recall that episode? Okay, I oh, can't. No. Dave, you're fo- you, it sounds like you're in the middle of, a, of the ocean with your phone. I'm having a really hard time understanding you. Let me, let me get it closer. Can you hear me better now? That's not a question of hearing you better. Just the quality of it's just not very good. Oh, I'll try and speak uh, clearly. And, All right, go ahead uh, now. On, on uh, Saturday or yesterday, you bet the farm once again, and I think you lost it once again. I was, uh, I, I laughed because I was surprised on that pitch also. Uh, when, uh, oh, when uh, yeah, on, ca- on Cags's, yes. Of course. Yeah. You never think they're going to do that. I mean, but they did, so yes. Yeah, they really did. You know, uh, I really think it could be a fun game, uh, a fun team to watch, and uh, as you might recall, I, uh, I talked to you about Cade before the first game, and he's proven uh, he's proven to be quite the freshman. And uh, Jack just flashed the ball apparently yesterday, did he not? Yeah, I mean it's we'll see. It, it, it's always good to hit. I don't care if you're playing the worst team in collegiate baseball because you can still make outs. But yeah. you know what's going to happen when the competition gets tougher? We, we saw that with softball. You know they didn't hit as well. So, but that's a good measuring stick for them and a good time to play them. I think it's a good time for Florida to play Miami too. One, one, one last topic that I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll list it in. Um, so we got a wide receiver, tight end. We have a tight end position open, coach. You know, I kind of believe that Cornelius, Cornelius England could fit that bill. He's got the buy-in as being the game. That clearly motivates kids and gets them. He understands the game, and he interacts with kids that are uh, of that age group really, really well. Sometimes you got to go after that high school guy that's like that, especially maybe they're a day. What do you think? Well, I think what happens is you, I don't think you'd say that if yeah. he wasn't a Gator. I think, I think if Florida hired a high school coach to coach tight ends, there'd be howls of protest. Yeah, yeah. All right, thank you for your call, Dave. Appreciate it. Jerry, hello. Hey, Steve. Hey. Jerry. Yep. 
Hey, um, yeah, about the NIL real quick. You know, as you were talking, it kind of dawned on me what, you know, what it's like to me. Remember when we were kids and we watched Major League Baseball, okay? You know, you, you, you had, you fell in love with the players. I mean, because you knew the players were going to be on your team, you know, for, for years and years. And then as free agency hit it, 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 it's kind of helped destroy baseball. You know, the NFL to some point was the same way, but, but they had a, the union was not as strong as baseballs. So, you know, the, the, you know, the, these guys stay at least three or four years. And so, so I mean, you, you don't really develop, you know, the loyalty to the players and the teams. And now college football is the same way. And it was bad enough before because, you know, three years and your whole team could change over. Now it changes over literally, you know, it can change over a couple times a year. I think, you know, the sports themselves are still pure. They're still beautiful to watch. I love, I love baseball, football. But, but the, you know, the, the, the in and outs of, of, over the course of the year, I think, are what, you know, is, is going to hurt it in the long run. Anyway, I just, you know, get your perspective on it. Thanks. All right. Thank you, Jerry. I think what happens here is fans, some fans, don't adjust when leagues and players do. And the, here's a perfect example. How many teams has LeBron James played for? I mean, he arguably one of the top five players of all time, right? How many teams has he played for? Well, does that make him less than somebody who's played his career with one team? No. Free agency is a proven thing. The problem is free agency has gone to the college game, and that is where people have a problem because it never was here. It was the purity of the game, blah, 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 right? That's gone. So either you adapt or, you know, Give up your tickets. That that that's just how this is. D, hello. Hey, what's up, Steve? Hey. Uh, good money to you. Uh, talk a little about basketball, college mm-hmm. and pro. Uh, some hell of a games this weekend, man. Uh, I mean, um, I got I was running some errands and I got home just in time for the end of that Arizona Arizona State game. I mean, he heaved that thing, man. And you <laughs> he hit all net, and then you see the crowd, man. And I think they said that was. Um, Arizona State's first quad one victory of the season. So uh, that's a hell of a time to get it against your biggest rival on the road. So uh, we'll see how they help them in the NCAA and the, for the standings. And then uh, you have Florida State coming back from 25 down to beat Miami at the buzzer. Uh, that that was crazy right in front of John Ruiz, which was even sweeter. Um, that that was great. And then you had the uh, the Michigan uh, Wisconsin game, and uh, I don't I don't get it, Steve. These coaches have got to start fouling up three. I think I've told you this before. You know, Jim Beheim is the only coach I know that religiously does it. He doesn't even he doesn't even leave it up to chance. If he's up by three with minimal seconds left on the clock, he's going to foul. And, you know, Hunter Dickinson hit that three and it went into overtime, and Michigan had all the momentum. So I just don't understand why these coaches, you know, don't don't foul up three and just take it out. Of the, take don't don't leave it up to chance. I think they're too scared. To do it, <laughs> I do. Yeah, scared may not be the right word, but they're they're just they're too hesitant to do it because they think something's going to go wrong. They'll take their chances the other way. Well, 
again, you take your chance, whichever way you do it. Yeah, I did. That, that was crazy. And the NBA, Steve, uh, you know, the Western Conference here, Steve, that, that, that is going to be the conference to watch in the playoffs because I think every round in that, in that Western Conference is, is going to be great, man. Anyone could win it. And in the East, I think it's just it's a two-horse race between my Celtics and Milwaukee, man. I mean, Milwaukee's on a 14-game winning streak. Boston's kind of staving them off. So, I mean, they, they, this is a great uh, race for, for the NBA, man, because no one's resting. Everyone knows how important that number one seed is because you, you want that game seven at home by, by any, I mean, any, any means necessary. All right, D. Appreciate you, man. Be good, Steve. Yep, thank you for your call as always. 1244, time check brought to you by Hayes Jillery. Greg Bowie, the boys basketball coach at Hawthorne, there in the state, <clears throat> Class 1A semifinals. He'll talk to us next, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Evan Fleischer. In high school, boys basketball, both Hawthorne and Wilson remain in the run for the state championship. After a close 66-63 win over Wildwood on Tuesday, number one seed Wilson will meet Franklin County in the semifinals on Wednesday. Hawthorne will also line up on Wednesday against Chipley. The winners of these matches are moving on to see each other in the Class 1A state championship. On the girls' side, the Hawthorne Hornets claimed the Class 1A state title on Friday in a 42-38 triumph over the Wildwood Wildcats. Demaya Adams racked up 18 points for the Hornets, leading them to the win. Hawthorne ended their season on a spectacular nine-game winning streak and a 15-5 record. Gators baseball heads up to Jacksonville on Tuesday to play the Jacksonville University. The Gators are coming off a huge 13-7 home win against Cincinnati on, on Sunday and are hot going into Duval County. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Evan Fleischer. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Could you use monthly payments to help meet basic needs? Like putting food on the table, paying the rent, or buying new shoes for growing feet. Find out about Supplemental Security Income. You may qualify if your income and financial resources are low and you are 65 or older, or an adult or child with a disability or who is blind. Call 1-800-772-1213 or go to ssa.gov SSI. Produced by Social Security at U.S. taxpayer expense. The following message is sponsored by the Florida Department of Elder Affairs, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. It's good to have hobbies. It's good to travel. It's good to do fun things in retirement. But I think most of us also want to do something meaningful in terms of giving back to the community. I think if you start as an ombudsman, it's going to tear at your heartstrings and it's going to pull you in. Our older folks need us. For more information, go to ombudsman.elderaffairs.org. That's ombudsman.elderaffairs.org. Gator baseball season is in full swing. And you'll catch every second of the action right here on WRUF. Gator baseball broadcasts are sponsored in part by Auto ER. Auto ER for the life of your car. Chase loves soccer. I'm Chase Carrera and I'm 12 years old. And his dream is to turn pro. That's why Chase and his family make sure he's always having fun and squeezing out his best with GoGo Squeeze. Okay, buddy, let's break for a GoGo Squeeze. GoGo Squeeze fruit on the go pouches are a nutritious snack made from 100% fruit with no sugar added. That's my boy! Because when you nurture your kids, you squeeze out the best in them. Squeeze out the best with GoGo Squeeze. Not a low calorie food. Products range from 11 to 13 grams of sugar and 60 to 70 calories per serving. 
You would do anything it would take to protect your family, right? That's why I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. They make it easy to protect every inch of your home with advanced security tech powered by 24-7 professional monitoring. Customize the perfect system for your home. It'll take just a couple of minutes at simplysafedan.com. And while you're at it, claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off your order with interactive monitoring. That's simplysafedan.com. And there's no safe like Simply Safe. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned, doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant, doubled. All the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard, that's also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. No, Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though, see the terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Now it's going to be the City of Hawthorne show. We're going to talk both about their boys' basketball program and their girls' basketball program. The Hawthorne boys in the state semifinals, they'll play in a couple of days, and they'll take on Chipley. Here is Hawthorne's coach, Greg Bowie. Greg, congrats on getting back there. I would have loved to have seen uh, the game against Newberry because you guys have played some tight, tight games you know, 43-41, I, I think it was. Go back to that. Tell me about that game and what you saw from it. Uh, it, it was totally the opposite of the, the district championship game. Uh, the district championship game, they jumped out and had a 10-point lead at the half. And this uh, region, the final game, we actually had the lead at the half uh, close, to, close to double digits. And, you know, uh, we got a fast start. And and they end up, you know, going up late in the game. And they actually had the ball with, with time running off the clock. Uh, I thought they was going to hold it for the last shot, and they uh, turned the ball over out of bounds. Uh, we got the ball. Uh, CJ gets fouled. And, you know, we hit free throws to win it. So it was it was a real tight game. Uh, because it was 43-41, it sounds like it was a tough defensive game, was it? Oh, Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we we switched up the first game. We played them man to man most of the game, and we we jumped in a little full court press. But we played some some zone this game, and we hadn't really played zone all all year. So we we played some zone and kind of uh, you know tried to extend the zone out to their, their their known shooters. So you know we just tried to do something to make them a little bit uncomfortable because uh, if you leave them open, they're they're knocking down shots. Uh, you know, sometimes when you have a program, Greg, that's been successful like yours, you know, some of your kids have been in those situations before. Does that help in a tight game like that? It does. It does. And like I say, scheduling uh, obviously is, is a, a big thing for us because the teams that we play during the course of the season, you know, hopefully we get a chance to, to face all type of adversity during the game. You know, being down – at half or even being up and, and try to 
maintain the lead to win. So, you know, you, you try to, you know, schedule to make sure you experience the highs and the lows during the course of the game. So you don't want your kids to get caught off guard, you know, if, if they've never been in that situation. Tell me about Chipley. Uh, Chipley is a super athletic team. Um, they, they shoot the uh, ball extremely well uh, to the point of where they probably, you know, live by, die by the three. They're, they're going to get a lot of three-point attempts. Uh, like I say, they, they defend well. They, they look similar to us, you know, in, in, the, in the way they play. You know, they're scrappy. So uh, we've, we've played Chipley now twice since we've been in, the, in this uh, classification now, since they moved down. We've played them twice, both times in Lakeland, and I think both times uh, they beat us to win it uh, in Lakeland. So, you know, they're, they're not new. Uh, they they have a tradition going with their program also. So, you know, we've, we've been watching a lot of film and, you know, taking care of the little details so we can, you know, go ahead and do what we need to do. You know, Greg, it's interesting to me because in your classification, it's smaller. Sometimes even when you're playing a team that is from the other end of the state or, you know, Panhandle or whatever, you might see them in Lakeland. So, does it, being familiar does that help either team, or does it sort of wash out when it comes to that? I think it kind of breaks even. Uh, being familiar, like I say, they're obviously you know they'll they'll know our strengths, we'll know their strengths, and and that kind of balances out. So it, it comes down to uh, just say if you you have your first option, you know, a guy that pretty much does everything for you. I'm quite sure most teams are going to try to take away your best threat. I mean, that's what we do. So then it comes down to, you know, the next best guy available. You know, can can that person produce and, and can the next person produce, you know, at a, at a level where you're, you're able to, you know, sustain momentum over the course of the game. So, you know, it, it you know familiarity helps. But like I said, I think it balances everything out. One last thing, Greg. The fact that your program's been to Lakeland before, some of the kids have been there. Does that help? Is the routine? Do the kids have to get used to a different routine? Walk us through when you get there. It's a different place to play. Obviously, the background is different. Walk us through that. How do you help your team prepare? I mean, it's a definitely a bigger arena, courts longer. You know, our gym is super small. So once we get the postseason play, where we normally run uh, sprint from inline to inline, we kind of start doing our sprints from from, you know, wall to wall to kind of simulate how long the court is down there. And, you know, we, we talk to kids about just, you know, controlling the breathing. You know, so open arena is normally pretty cold in there. And, you know, just little stuff like that. But at the end of the day, we, you know, I tell my guys, it's still basketball. So I don't care if you're playing on the outside court or if you're playing in the NBA arena, you still have to do those things related to the game of basketball. You know, you still got to shoot, you got to dribble, you got to pass, you got to, you know, box out. You got to get on the floor for loose balls. So, at the end of the day, it's still basketball. And, you know, that's what I tell my kids. Um, I wish I could spend a day uh, in Hawthorne, Greg, because I'd love to see this. Let, let, me, let me ask this. I hope it makes sense. Mm-hmm. You guys have had, on both the girls' side and the boys' side, great tradition and great success. Do kids start playing ball there young and do even do those some of those kids realize what the success is of the Hawthorne programs? Absolutely, you got sixth grade kids. Uh, you know we're, we're six through twelve, so we're able to see these kids 
and get our hands on them early. You know, and those same kids, even if they play middle school basketball, at halftime of, of our games, those kids in the locker room, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, making adjustments at halftime, and I look around and I see three, four middle school kids that that are in the locker room while we're, you know, making halftime adjustments. So just being at a small school like this right here, they're able to experience all of this early. And they hear the terminology, they're in practice, and a lot of practices, we're in there together, the middle school team, JV team, varsity team, you know, even the girls' program. So I think that has a lot to do with the success that's going on at Hawthorne. It's, it's, it's just one program, 6 through 12, and we do a lot of, you know, a lot of things together. Uh, all right, tell folks when, what time you play in Lakeland. Uh, Wednesday, 8, 8 p.m., Wednesday, 8 p.m. Okay, I wish you a lot of luck, Greg, and I always appreciate you taking time to talk to us. Thank you. All right, thanks, Steve. You got it, Greg. Greg Bowie, uh, obviously, he's done a terrific job coaching Hawthorne boys basketball. You'll hear from Cornelius Ingram, uh, now a state champion in girls basketball, and then uh, Coach Hayes from Jacksonville, will come on with us at the bottom of the 1 o'clock hour and talk about his baseball team. Gators will have home and home with the Dolphins uh, beginning tomorrow, tomorrow away, and then Wednesday back here at uh, Condren Ballpark. So uh, look forward to those games at the Miami coming to town. i, I got to tell you, when the season begins and you have these five-game weeks, uh, the games all of a sudden – Right, you're 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 playing ten games. The season's a fifth of the way gone, twenty percent gone, because you have so many games that are taking place, uh, you know, during a week before the SEC starts. So, um, but that's a good thing too. All right, I'm going to a couple of emails here before we say uh, goodbye here. Uh, Ellis in Lake City looks like Kyle Trask will get the nod for starting quarterback for the Bucks. Maybe. I'm hoping so. Uh, Blaine Gabbard had the 11 jersey. Any chance Trask gets that number back as a pro? Go Gators and Bucks. Um, that's what was reported that the Bucks are leaning that way. Uh, I don't really know um, if that'll happen or not, but hope it does. Because um, he deserves that. And, wh- and I think the Bucks have got to find out what they have or don't have. They invested the first pick of the second round on him. And I understand sitting behind Tom Brady. I, I get it. But don't you want to see now what you thought you drafted? Hope he gets the shot. By the way, we've asked to interview him. And as of yet, cricket's chirping. Uh, hour two coming up. Stay with us, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
Hi, I'm Maria Youngblood, an attorney at Melden Law and graduate from the University of Florida. Everybody knows that Melden Law is the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators, but since we first opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner of Gainesville in North Central Florida. Melden Law is there through all kinds of weather with offices in Gainesville, Lake City, and Ocala. Learn more at MeldenLaw.com. Again, that's MeldenLaw.com. Melden Law, we won't back down. Finding security is a tricky thing. It's one part minimizing risk in all facets of life, and one part that fluffy blankie you had when you were three. And since Radiant Credit Union can't get into Grandma's attic to find Mr. Snuggles, we can help secure your financial future with our adjustable rate certificates. Let us secure your savings with rates starting at 4.93% APY for 12 months. Visit RadiantCU.org forward slash secure. 12-month certificate requires $1,000 minimum balance to open account, $10,000 balance to earn APY. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. Did you know that romance can be eco-friendly? Simply give your sweetheart an experience rather than a gift. You can plan a night on the town that includes dinner at a local restaurant, ballroom dancing, or tickets to the theater. You could also plan a couple's massage or even a hot air balloon ride. You can create a great memory without creating any physical waste. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a hundred things, a thousand things, a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hour two of Sports Scene commencing right now. We thank you for coming on today and talking sports with us. And we thank Sam for producing the program today. We're hoping to get uh, Cornelius Ingram here with us uh, momentarily to talk about uh, his state championship. Happy for him. Happy for the town of Hawthorne. That's great for a place like that. Uh, and then we'll talk to Coach Hayes from Jacksonville to talk about their baseball team coming up uh, at the bottom of the hour. That's what we got going for you. But, of course, we want to hear from you on uh, Talk a Little Sports in the interim. Lots of sports to talk about, certainly, and we want to hear from you. All right, let's bring CI in here. I'm sure still yeah. in a celebratory <laughs> mode. Man, I, I saw that result over the weekend, CI. I smiled for you. Congratulations, man. Thanks. Thank you. Um, real quick, I know um, you had your guy calling uh, so I can, you know, click over into the interview. I was on the phone with Coach Napier. Oh, wow. And I was like, there's no way I can click over. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, I, I, I apologize um, with that. But, but, but thanks, Steve. Thanks, thanks for having me on. As you can see, um, I'm still excited uh, about our state championship. Uh, I hope that was is that a, is that a call you can talk about? I mean, is it a job offer here? What we got going? <laughs> um, it, it it was a, a congratulations call. Uh, it was a congratulations call. Um, he's been following um, what I've been able to do here at here at Hawthorne, um, and we talked we talked for a while. We talked for a while. Um, made my day. I'll tell you that. So. Um, but I don't know. Okay, <laughs> don't we'll, know. we'll leave it at that. I, I, I can. I, I we'll talk. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, first of all, it's such a terrific thing, not just for you, but for the the city, the town, the kids. 
What were some of the keys to you getting the win? Well, we, we had an awesome game plan um, together. And we were confident that we can, you know, slow them down. They were a fast-paced team with, with two really good guards. Um, at times, we felt like, you know, we can get some charges on, on, on some of their key players and maybe get them in foul trouble. And, and our girls did an awesome job of just, you know, understanding the film when we, when we watched it, which we really had a day in between to kind of prepare. Then we, we were able to get on the floor in Lakeland to practice um, to kind of simulate some of the things that they were trying to do. Uh, so with the, with the quick turnaround and trusting the game plan, the girls executed it to the team, man. And um, I'm so proud of them because uh, I think throughout the year, you know, we played a lot of close games. And we, you know, it was kind of up and down. So we played in every kind of game. Uh, and we wanted to put them through a little adversity. Um, I, I challenge my girls to just keep it close. Just keep it close. Um, we can't let them have a fast start, and, and we were able to do that, um, and that definitely helped us uh, going into the fourth quarter. Uh, I just had Greg on, and I had I knew this, but I guess I forgot it, CI, and that when you go to Lakeland, you know, the court's bigger. Does mm-hmm. that change anything that you guys do in terms of what you run offensively or defensively? Um, it does. Um, sometimes, uh, say, for instance, on the high school floor, um, our press would normally start at the free throw line. Um, but at Lakeland, we pushed it back and we started our press at the three-point line. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, but you can still kind of run your sets um, as far as when you're, when you're running your offense. But uh, with, the court, with the court being a little bigger, uh, we try to just slide things back a little because there's a lot of open space. There's a lot of open space on that floor. And um, we knew we, we were playing good guards when we went down there. So with all that open space, they can get through those gaps and kind of, you know, force you on your heels um, as far as your defense. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely different, though, Steve. Uh, a couple of people have called today, CI, just randomly. Uh, and asked about you uh, because you won this and because you've done so well in football and in uh, girls basketball and wanted to know, you know, would you coach at the collegiate level? And we've absolutely. We, we absolutely. Talked, yeah, so go ahead and talk about that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, there's, there's a timetable. You know, I was, you know, really waiting on CJ to graduate. Um and and kind of basic basic everything from 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 that standpoint, but you know if something kind of happened or presented itself, uh, yeah, that's a that's a great chance um, that that I could you know maybe do that a little earlier. But um, I will say this: when I got into coaching, um, being a college coach really wasn't on my resume because. Mm-hmm being a high school coach wasn't there either. Um, I can't say I was forced in this position, but the school was in a bad spot. And I knew I wanted to help my community and my school some kind of way. And it was through coaching. Um, so, uh, but when you do good things, man, and, and your heart is, is genuine, uh, 
you know, good things happen for you. And I think that's the approach I've taken in my coaching college career. And um, I've been able to have success with great coaches around me, uh, great players to come through our program, uh, great support from community, administration. So um, uh, college is, is, is definitely on my radar in the near future. Um, I actually had – this is a great email I got, C.I., and it, it, it's from Tom, and he says, can you please congratulate Cornelius? So I'll do that. But he says, Steve, I heard you mention many times there are transfers now at the high school level. Could you please ask Cornelius how he handles that and what you're allowed to do at the high school level? That's a great question. Um, well, you know, first and foremost, um, you know, parents are, are in charge of, you know, all of this stuff. And um, we've had kids transfer here to Hawthorne. We've, all, we've also had a bunch of kids transfer away from Hawthorne. And that's the nature of this thing now. And we, we kind of understand it. I'll be honest, I don't care who's on campus. I'm going to coach extremely hard every single day. <laughs> yeah. And uh, whether, whether a kid leaves or, 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 or stays. And uh, I think just having that mindset helps us out as, as a coaching staff. But it is crazy. It is crazy. Kids will, will transfer um, after one season and, and go somewhere else and play a, a, a totally different sport. Uh, kids are just waiting for the summer to transfer and stay at that, school, that, that other school the entire school year afterwards. So it's so much um, – that is going on. And one thing I always tell people, uh, you know, the parents are in charge. If, if they don't feel comfortable or they don't like the way things are at a certain place, they're going to do whatever's best for their kid. And I've had a bunch of parents tell me, hey, we're going to go here. Or we're going to do this or do that. Um, and and I, under, I understood it. I'm a parent. Uh, you have to do whatever's best for your child. But it is it is uh, transferring is one of the biggest things right now. Well, I I, uh, I I can know that a lot of people are going to feel the way I'm feeling and telling you this. But congratulations to you, your team, Thank your you. kids, the community. A lot of pride in that. And yep. uh, thanks for coming on. You know, all year long in football and basketball. And uh, I will stay in touch with you here. Yep, I appreciate it. I'll okay. be going down with the boys on Wednesday. There you go. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I just had Greg on, so let's hope they do well yep. too, CI. Thanks, man. Yep. Thank you. You got All it. I right, appreciate it. Yep, thank you. Cornelius Ingram done a tremendous job, obviously, uh, at Hawthorne. And uh, he laid it out for you. He said, I would take a college offer if it was the right offer. Um, so be that. Read what you want into that. Um a call from Billy Napier today. Congratulatory phone call. Anything else? I don't know. Uh, maybe time will tell uh, with that. All right. Uh, we will take your phone calls now. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Congratulations uh, in order for Jack Caglione. Uh, he is an SEC co-player of the week. Uh, he and Dylan Cruz of LSU, uh, he had 
Cruz had 10 hits last week, hit 714. Cags had 10 hits last week, six homers, 10 RBI. Pretty good. Uh, you can't go wrong with either of those, and that's exactly why uh, both those players were co-offensive uh, players of the week. All right, let's hear from you. Coach Hayes from Jacksonville will join us at the bottom of the hour and talk about his baseball team. That's who Florida plays next. Uh, but we'll get a call before we get a break here. That'll be from Steve. Hi, Steve. Hey, Steve. Um, you know, living up in here, up here in Waldo, it's real easy to get down to Hawthorne and my brother and I go down there and enjoy watching them play basketball and football down there. They got a they got a good athletic program at that at that little school. Well, they have um, they have tradition there. Uh yep. you, and you heard Greg Bowie say it, you know, you're you're going to one school. It isn't, you know, like you're going to, you know, you you choose a city school, your zone for a city school, a bigger place. You're going to Hawthorne. And they yep. know that. And those kids start playing, you know, middle school and try to aspire to, you know, play on the varsity team. So that's a good thing. Hey, you go through Hawthorne and you see little kids wearing Hornets shirts. Like, you know, it's really that small town flavor. They've been Hornets all their life and they're going to be. And they support that program. It's it's really cool to see. It is. Um, rule changes, Major League Baseball. Okay. Looks like looks like they might have cut an hour off of the average time of their games just based on the first weekend of spring training games. Uh, they came in at uh, b- between 225 and 230, which was, what, about an hour shorter I than think what it was less than that. Were. But, but, I mean, once again, spring training's a little bit different in that, yeah. y- you know, and it's it'll not. it'll go up. Yeah, you're, you're, the stakes aren't there. You know, yeah. and, and all that sort of thing. But I think time will tell. If Look, you're going to have a certain segment of fans that don't want baseball touched because it doesn't have a, a clock. It's the, one of the few sports that doesn't. So that's the beauty of the game to some. Don't screw with it, all right? But they're, they've done research that says that fans, some fans aren't going to either stick around or go to the game because it's too long. So you pick your poison. Hey, Steve, when you and I were kids, we had to look in the paper to see who won the games, especially the West Coast games. I can't tell you the number of zillions of times I've looked at the box scores. And the last two things on the box scores are the attendance and the time of the game. Right. And when you and I were growing up, it was 205, 207, 212, 155. So, actually, all they're doing is bringing it back to where they were years ago and unfortunately they've had to put a rule in place to do it so you know those people talking about changing the game they're, they're whistling dixie all right thank you steve appreciate the call i don't know i'd have to have somebody do research on this i don't remember games being two hours they were longer than that um but remember back in the day in the year of the pitcher right a lot of games were two one because they didn't hit so, yeah, if you strike out people, it's going to be a little shorter. 115, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Nate Bilgeray. Heading over to Hoops. 
Todd Golden and the Gators head to Athens to take on the Georgia Bulldogs tomorrow night at 7. The Bulldogs are currently coached by former Gators head coach Mike White. Gators look to hand their previous coach his second loss to the Gators this season. Taking a look at the Diamonds, the Gators head to du Duval County to take on fellow Floridians Jacksonville University tomorrow at 6 p.m. The Gators look to build on their record-breaking performance from last time out. Florida hit a program-high eight home runs, sweeping Cincinnati in the process. Finally, Gators lacrosse welcomes Furman to Gainesville tomorrow at noon. The Gators look to climb back to 500 with a win over Furman. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Nate Bilgeray. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Friends, been telling you for a while now about my good friends at Southeast Car Agency here in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. Friendship aside, they're really good at what they do because they give you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, the best and late model, low mileage vehicles. If you go see them at Northeast 39th Avenue, you'll see what I'm talking about. The selection is great. They do their best to make sure their selection is as varied as possible so you can have the best choice of the vehicle that you want to buy. You can also go online, secars.com, and you can check out the vehicles there for yourself. Their sales staff is great. They don't hard sell you, but they're there to help. They'll answer any questions you have. Remember, you go see them in person, tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Due to today's hurricane codes, the My Safe Florida Home Program is providing eligible homeowners with a free home wind mitigation inspection. Professional wind mitigation inspectors will inspect your home and help put together a detailed plan of home strengthening, recommendations to better mitigate against future wind damage. Go to MySafeFLHome.com to book your free wind mitigation inspection. MySafeFLHome.com. Stronger homes, safer Florida. The winter blues are almost behind us, and we can't wait to get out of the house and be more active. That sounds great, but your achy joints don't agree. Time to do something about that. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Stop with the steroids, with the possible surgery chatter. There's a better way to get lasting relief. It's QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. This exciting approach uses healing properties from your own body, highly concentrated and then placed directly in your achy joint. It can restore and repair that damaged tissue and get you moving again without pain. Knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain, hip pain, the patient satisfaction reports are incredible and no downtime. The old ways of dealing with joint pain are no longer the only ways. If they're telling you you need surgery, do yourself a favor and call QC Kinetics. Learn more about this wildly popular all-natural alternative way to get lasting pain relief with no surgery, no drugs. The call is free. The consultation is free. 352-400-4550. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Hey guys, don't mind me as I interrupt your radio program. It's Sue Cosner, sexual health expert on men's performance in the bedroom. Do me a favor and don't touch that dial. That's a mistake. If you've been listening to this radio station, you've probably heard a compelling radio ad for Noxitril, the potent all-natural male enhancement pill. Men constantly reach out and ask me, does this Noxitril really work or is it just another scam product? I can tell you there's nothing better than Noxitril. I recommend this super pill to men everywhere. It will transform your life in the bedroom once and for all. Strong, powerful results that increase your blood flow fast. No prescription, no side effects. Just imagine Viagra on steroids. So call Noxitril now and take advantage of an incredible free bottle offer shipped discreetly to your door. 
To find out how to get a free bottle of Noxitril, call 800-519-7934, 800-519-7934. Free bottles for a limited time. Call now, 800-519-7934, 800-519-7934. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Gator women's basketball getting set for postseason play. Florida is the 11 seed, uh, and they'll play the second game of the day, Wednesday, against the 14 seed, Kentucky. That's following the first game, which tips off at 11 a.m., so I would guess around 1.30, maybe. So we'll have maybe have a little less of a show uh, lengthwise on Wednesday. All right, let's get some calls, 392-8255. Greg, you're up. How are you? Hey, Greg. Oh, Greg. Hey, Steve, this is Greg. Perfect segue for what I was going to say, because um, just a real quick little reading here. It, Gainesville Sun basically said Gators 14 and 15, 7 and the 9s, dropped their third straight in danger of posting their first losing season since Billy Donovan's last year. And to quote Kyle Lofton, he said, I felt like we were trying to score with them, Bandy, basket for basket. He says, a team like ours now, we've got to have ugly wins. We have to figure it out on the defensive end. We're not going to outscore anyone, end quote. And so Florida could very well end up 14 and 17 if they lose these last two, Steve. So my question to you is, is do you think the NIT would even invite no. a Florida team with a losing record? No. no. So nope. they, couldn't, they could possibly not even make the NIT then? Correct. Man. Well, I was just wondering what your thoughts were on that. So what if they win these last two and say, you know, they're so they just have like, what, would that be 16 and 17? Do you think a 16 and 17 team could make it? Uh, doubtful. Yeah. I think you still have to have an even record, which would you have to win two games in the tournament. Yeah. I think now, look, I don't, I don't have a history in front of me of teams in the NIT, but I think I'm right in this. You have to have at least a 500 record, I think. Okay. Yeah, I figured you know that, and I was just – I mean, I don't want to bash him. It's his first year. I get it. But I just I, – I, they like like Lofton said, he nailed it. They've got to figure out how to win ugly. And on the defensive end, without uh, without calling there, it's really just shown our uh, – I mean, it's just like a big opening there. Anybody can score in the middle now without calling there. And uh, But thanks for your show. Love it. Go Gators. Okay. Thank you, Greg. You know, I, I know a lot of people right now for basketball – um, I just looked this up. Uh, I don't. I, I'm I'm doing the past things here. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think they just changed this. Teams are no longer required to have a 500 or greater record. So I stand corrected. It used to be that I I know that, but it was apparently changed. So could they get an invite? Yes. Right, um, but you know, I'm reading two different things here. Um, but I think you look at it, and I still think it's important if Florida can make the postseason. Why? Well, you get a chance to play 
more games. You get a chance to maybe see what some of the younger players can do as well. So I don't think it's a bad thing necessarily to do that. I I get it. The NIT is not something you aspire to be in. I totally get that. But I think from a coaching standpoint, you certainly like that. Uh, The new AP Top 25 is out in basketball. And uh, Houston, Alabama, Kansas, UCLA, and Purdue, the top five. If you want to include Texas as an SEC team now, Texas is number nine. Uh, Tennessee is number 12. Miami is 16. Kentucky is in there, and so is Texas A&M now. Kentucky is 23. Texas A&M is 24. So good for the SEC. So they've got four teams in now. Uh, well, actually three, but no, I'm, I'm more than that. They got uh, Kentucky, A&M, Tennessee, and Alabama. That's four. So, yeah, see, math wasn't my strong suit. So that's why I'm a broadcaster. Um, NFL Combine starting up here pretty soon. Anthony Richardson will throw at the Combine. Uh, Bryce Young will not. He'll wait for Alabama's Pro Day, which takes place March 23rd. Richardson is going to undergo testing and measurements and participate in drills as well. So he must feel he's got some things to show when it comes to scouts and whatnot as far as his assessment. And that's an individual thing, right? Some guys don't want to throw. But Will Levis is going to, C.J. Stroud is going to, Anthony Richardson is going to. Good for them. And I'm rooting like crazy for A.R. Hope he does well. He's still projected to be a first-round pick in every mock draft I have seen. P.G., hello. Hey, man. Um, Thanks for taking my call. Gator baseball real quick. So the lineup, and I really like the youth and the, and the old, if you could say. Like, I think it's got a really good balance. And it's, I feel like, obviously, until you get into SEC play, you don't really know. But I just, I just got a sense, uh, seeing some of these young guys lengthen it out, that it's going to be longer and, and tough, tough on other teams. Um, I, I just think the future is really bright there in the lineup. And I think the, I think the rotation's in a good place, too. I just think the lineup has a chance to be great. Um, and the, the rotation, sometimes the, the balls and strikes kind of get to me, but the stuff is there. So I guess you could say they have, a, they have the potential, too, with some other, some other guys lengthening that out, too, that we haven't even seen yet. Um, but I think the team has a really good chance. I, I like watching them. And like Tony said, it was really entertaining. Like, I don't, I don't, just, you just don't know what's going to happen, man. There's, there's power. Real good swings in that lineup. The pitching's got, you know, everything you need. I just, SEC's going to be tough, man, but they're going to be right there. So it's going to come down, in my opinion, to heart and who, you know, really wants it more, uh, who's gritty, who does the little things, you know, in the league. So, but it's going to be fun. So what, what, what is your take so far offensively and, and uh, on the mound? 
Well, I mean, obviously the numbers speak for themselves in terms of the power and things like that. Uh, I think you know the lineup is is deep. I think it it, it does well. Um, I think Sully is pleased with the starting pitching. I don't think he's ecstatic over it. They've done some things, as you said, balls and strikes-wise sometimes. But the thing he did say yesterday, and he said it twice, uh, talking to me in the postgame, was that they need to lengthen the bullpen. They need to find some other guys that will help. And I, I agree with that 100%. Yeah, and, and you know you've coached baseball for a long time, been around the game for a while. You know, a bullpen guy, you can take a guy and say, okay, he has great stuff, put him back there. Sometimes that translates, but it's just different coming out of the pen. You know, you might have like yesterday, the bases loaded. You know, you're coming in, you're Purnell. You just, it's almost like he has it or he doesn't. You can eventually maybe get a little better at it, but you know, you find a guy or guys that can do it. With that pressure coming in, you know you got to loosen up differently. You've got to you got to be ready for anything. Sometimes you're facing the middle of the lineup or a pinch hitter. So like I just feel like he's got to find that. And those those games where they were blowouts, that's where you didn't get guys in in game situations. That's where I, I was called you last week about that. I think that's where it hurts. You know, not seeing some of those arms at least in a live game. I guess you can do it in air squad, but because um, I watch all that stuff. I mean, you know, that's the things I'm watching for the future, for those situations. All right, PG, appreciate you, man. Thank, Thank you for you. your call. Joey, got to have you call back. I got Coach Hayes from Jacksonville coming on next. 129 time check brought to you by Hayes, generally ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN, 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. The springtime weather couldn't have come at a better time because now's the time for the Polaris of Gainesville inventory clearance sale where you can save hundreds, even thousands on tracker boats and Polaris off-road vehicles. Enjoy the great outdoors with family and friends in the beautiful springtime air. For bass fishermen, they're biting now and those bass just love being hooked by tracker brand boaters. At Polaris of Gainesville, the 2023s are here and the 2022s must go now. Take advantage of interest rates as low as 4.99% and rebates up to $6,000. Plus, get $500 trading credit with select Polaris models and payments under $99 per month on youth models. Now is the time. Polaris of Gainesville is the place for the inventory clearance sale. U.S. 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Online at PolarisofGainesville.com. Rebates and incentives on specific models. See Polaris of Gainesville for details. Interest rates are determined by lender with approved credit. Here at Total Wine and More, you'll find what you love and love what you find. I'm looking for a whiskey that will blow my buddies away. This single barrel bourbon is a surefire hit. Oh, yeah. Whoa, did you hear that? I feel like a rock star. Well, finding this bottle at that price, you totally are. Find what you love love what you find only at total wine and more pickup and delivery available at totalwine.com drink responsibly b21 it's time to think about your tax refund and jackson hewitt wants you to think biggest as in we guarantee you'll get your biggest refund or your money back plus a hundred dollars who offers that come to think of it nobody it's one of the biggest guarantees out there and why you can't just file with anybody For your guaranteed biggest refund, go to Jackson Hewitt today. Your wallet will thank you. When every dollar matters, it matters who does your taxes. 
Gator baseball season is in full swing. And you'll catch every second of the action right here on WRUF. Gator baseball broadcasts are sponsored in part by Auto ER. Auto ER for the life of your car. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Today features plenty of sunshine, warm weather, and breezy conditions. Winds will at times be upwards of 30 miles per hour, and that's as high as climb into the low and mid-80s. Tonight, mostly clear, with areas of fog developing, especially after midnight. An approaching cold front will move into our area tomorrow, but will kind of wash out. Now, I do think we'll have a bit more cloud cover, but we may see a passing shower as well. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. You have dogs Nah, how many dogs? No, the reason I asked is because I was happening to be looking through my phone. Dog was literally licking a baby's face. And, oh, that's so cute. I'm the Jay. You know what dogs? That's the problem with you. Well, until I recognized that the baby was like six weeks old. Like he's going to be immune to disease that for the rest like of the like a year old. Dog's mouths are cleanest thing on earth. Yeah, the, whatever. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden. You are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Thank you, Coach. Back in action tomorrow night as they take on Georgia and former coach Mike White on the road. Well, Gator Baseball, off the sweep this weekend of Cincinnati, plays JU home and home. Jacksonville tomorrow. The Dolphins return the favor here Wednesday. Jacksonville's coach Chris Hayes to talk about his team so far. Chris, always good to have you. Thank you for t- uh, taking the time. Absolutely. Great to hear from you, Steve. Great to talk to you. Chris, uh, t- take so far what you've seen from your team and just, you know, Gator fans listening, what have you seen so far you like? What are some areas you want to get better? Well, we've, we've got off to a little rough start. We're swinging the bat very well. Um, and we, we actually were putting – pitching, we, we weren't – we were putting a, too many people on base and uh, we weren't throwing very many strikes early in the season. We we recovered this weekend. We had a pretty good weekend. Um, and, and we started to swing the bat a little bit better. Um, it's a long season. We've still got a lot of work to do, um, but I mean, I, I like I like the group. Um, they're they're pretty resilient. Uh, it's a lot of new names in a dolphin uniform. We've got a lot of freshmen we're playing, and um, you know, but then we've also got a mix of some of the transfers, some of the older guys that have come in, and um, but really do like the group and like who we are, you know, and, and what we can do. I mean, I think we we've had a good we like I said we had a good weekend. I think we're heading in a good direction right now. At the start of the year, Chris, if I'd have said to you, what do you think the strength of this team would be, what would you have told me? I'd have told you is offensively, um, we're going to be able to swing the bat. We're going to be able to drive the ball. We're going to be able to score some runs. And then we have we, – we don't have a, a lot of true uh, starting pitching that we, you feel like, okay, here's my four guys. We're going to run out there. Um, they're going to give us five, six, seven innings every time out. And then – you know, we'll finish a game. We have depth on our staff. We have a lot of guys we feel really good about, but there's only one or two guys that are true bona fide starters for us. So we've got some depth on the staff, um, but I truly think the strength of this program and the strength of this team this year is going to be offensively, although it hasn't shown early in the season. Uh, 
I have to ask this now before I forget because I'm asking every coach that comes on here about this. What are your thoughts on NIL? I think if it's if it's if it can be contained, I think it's very good for the student athlete. Uh, I think it's fair, um, but I think there's got to be some sort of boundaries around it. There's got to be some sort of um, just guidance on what we can do and, and what the kids can do and how we can maximize their opportunity. Um, I think it's this is where we're this is the world we're going to live in, and I don't think we're going to be able to, to go back. Um, you know, so we've got to we've got to learn how to. To really manage this a little better, I think, um, and just provide a little bit more guidance for everybody. Uh, as far as your pitching is concerned, uh, who's going to go tomorrow if you know? And you kind of alluded to this, but have the roles, are you still defining some of the roles? Absolutely. We're definitely defining the roles. Um, and, we've, I mean, Bryce Fisher is going to start for us. Uh, he's a young man that worked out of the bullpen for us quite a bit. And, and he's probably going to be, once we get into conference, going to stay in that role. Um, but he, he, we feel really good about what, what he's accomplished and, and what he's done thus far. And, you know, and I mean, you're going to, we'll, they'll probably see, you know, I mean, we, I wouldn't be surprised if we see four or five guys throw tomorrow for us. Wow. Uh, look at this Florida team, Chris. What do you see? Offensive juggernaut. I mean, these guys are really swinging the bat well. They're dominant on the pitching, on the, from a pitching standpoint, and they've got, Unbelievable stuff throughout the entire rotation um, and throughout the staff. Um, it's, a, it's a very, very talented group. Um, they can score in a lot of different ways, and they can score in bunches really quick. And then everybody on that pitching staff has the ability to punch you out. So we've got to come ready to we've got to come ready to go and um, you know and and hold on as long as we can. Honestly, last thing I looked at your roster, and you kind of said this earlier too. A lot of freshmen a lot of sophomore. Uh, will we see a lot of those players here in these next two days? Yeah, probably so. I mean, we're going to, we're going to rely on these young guys and it's a pretty talented group. Um, you know, you're going to, there's a couple guys that we've, we've kind of reserved for the weekend. So they won't throw this, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday set. Um, but, but from a position player standpoint, you're going to see, you'll see a couple, couple freshmen in the lineup and we've just got to rely on those young guys to develop and give them that opportunity to continue to grow and, you know, once we get into conference and toward the end of the season, um, you know, they'll, they'll be seasoned vets by then. So they're going to get plenty of opportunity early. Uh, last question for you. Um, coaching, I guess, evolves and athletes evolve. Uh, has that changed? You know, is coaching athletes still, with all this NIL and all this change, does that still stay the same? I think you have to, I mean, it's you have to adapt. You have to amend. I mean, this is – in today's world, in today's NCAA and in college athletics, um, I think you have to adapt and uh, amend some possible some of the things that uh, you know you're not necessarily you don't sacrifice your true core values, but you have to adjust to today's student athlete and what they're exposed to, what their demands are on a daily basis. And I think it's as important today to be able to adjust and adapt uh, as it ever has been in college athletics. Always a pleasure to talk to you, and we'll, we'll see you tomorrow night in Jacksonville. Thank you for your time, Coach. Absolutely. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Yes, sir, Chris. Thank you. Chris Hayes, uh, good guy. Not only, not only a good coach, but a good guy, too, uh, the head coach at Jacksonville. And, of course, they just lost Brad Wilkerson there. You know, Wilkie was coaching at Jacksonville, and now uh, he's a hitting coach with the New York Yankees. So, uh, you know, good for Brad, but, you know, tough loss for Coach Hayes. Again, home and home, 
uh, tomorrow in Jacksonville and then Wednesday here at the ballpark. All right, the rest of the time, us, 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Uh, don't forget, later in the week, I'm going to try to get some more guests here. Uh, we are actually reaching out to Coach White. Uh, I've, I've tried to get him to come on and talk to you, but so far not successful. Uh, but I do want to get an update uh, on Georgia uh, from the last time. Because when, when Florida played Georgia the first time, uh, Georgia had been doing fairly well. But uh, lately, uh, Georgia's been getting waxed pretty good. They've had some injuries. Um, so uh, we'll get uh, a little scouting report on Georgia. And I hope, and one thing I've seen from Florida, I, I think they're playing hard. I, I, I don't fault at all what they have done from you know going out there and giving effort. And I think that's encouraging. You know, when, when you lose, arguably, your best player, um, when, you know, you, you start losing games, do, do you play as hard? Do you do the little things? Uh, this team has flaws. This team, let's face it, had flaws with Castleton. Not a very long team, not a great shooting team, et cetera. So, uh, yeah, that's the thing. All right, uh, Steve wanted to add something he, when he called earlier. What do you think the great pitchers of the 50s and 60s would have done to a guy that got out of the box after every pitch to adjust his batting glove? They would have taken care of that problem. Of course they would have. But that, the game changes. That, that, that's the, you know, I don't care. Football changes. Basketball changes. The, the game evolves and changes. But, yes, to your point, that would have happened. You don't. If you're going to stop and start and get out like that, well, then you're probably going to get, you know, a baseball pretty close to you in, in most cases. Um, and then Scott emails. Uh, Steve, I know it's early. Uh, could this be one of the best offensive teams Florida's had under Kevin O'Sullivan? Potentially. Potentially, yes. But long way to go. Tony, hello. Hey, thanks for taking my call, Steve. Uh, basketball team this year, I, they've been decimated, of course, by Castle and going. But I, I agree with you. I think they're playing hard right to the end, even when they're down 10, 11, 12 uh, uh, points. They're playing right to the end. Um, Jatobo is getting a little better, but um, I can see with one eye it's, it's, it's pretty tough. I had a bet and i don't know how we'd find out i wonder how many pounds he's lost playing 22 minutes a game 23 minutes a game it's, it's well i think it's, it's more strange. about practice and sprints there and all that but but yeah, yeah. It's, it's certainly possible I mean, he played 20 yeah. the other day he's gone from playing right. you know four or five to playing four. you know right. 20 or so so I, I imagine that has he would lose a little weight yeah yeah and uh, is he back next year or not yep he is. Well, that's that's good. I, and not that he's a great player, he, but I think he plays with his heart and and, uh, and uh, as hard as he can. So uh, I'm, I'll be glad to see him come back. Yeah. Now remember, with everybody, right? 
It all just depends yeah. on what you choose to do. He, I mean, he's a senior, and I think he's got that extra year left. So yeah. don't. So now that I think about, I think I'm right in that. But he's he's listed as a senior. Right, right. I, I saw that, but I didn't know if he was still. I think he's got the extra back. year, but somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Now, when, if he get when he gets that operation after the season, is that on the school and the insurance on the school, or is that something that uh, he'd have to pay for if he left? Way above my pay grade. <laughs> Not much above your pay grade, uh, Steve. No, way above my. I, mean, I, I I don't know because I, I would yeah. imagine, and again, this is something I don't know anything about. If sure. you are injured, you know, do you have insurance? As are you covered? Right. Does the university? You know, that I don't know. I honestly don't know the answer to that. All right. Well, thanks a lot for all the information you give us. All right, Tony. Thank you. If somebody else knows the answer to that, they can certainly tell me. 144, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Final segment coming up, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Evan Fleischer. Gators men's basketball is playing the Georgia Bulldogs on Tuesday in an SEC East matchup. Florida has lost seven of their last nine games and are currently ranked 10th in the SEC, one ahead of the rival Bulldogs. Florida must make a statement in the final games of the season and the SEC tournament to have any chance of making a postseason tournament. In high school boys basketball, both Hawthorne and Wilson remain in the run for the state championship. After a close 66-63 win over Wildwood on Tuesday, number one seed Wilson will meet Franklin County in the semifinals on Wednesday. Hawthorne will also line up on Wednesday against Chipley. The winners of these matches are moving on to see each other in the Class 1A state championship. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Evan Fleischer. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. When was the last time you had a burger? No, I mean a real burger, not something you got from a drive-thru. If it's been a while, you need to head to Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. The burgers at Copper Monkey West have been voted best in the area for years. They're legendary. That's not all. USDA choice steaks, ribeye filet, New York strip, and Philly cheesesteaks, chicken sandwiches, salmon, and more. Their sandwiches are now made with boar's head meat. Copper Monkey West has a full bar featuring many local brews, all served to you by some of the nicest, friendliest folks around. Takeout available, Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. Mmm, it really does taste that good. If your king or queen sago palms have been invaded by Asian cycad scale, it's time to fight back with organic Summit Year-Round Spray Oil. It kills Asian cycad scale and other insect pests, but Summit Year-Round Spray Oil contains no chemical toxins. Insects don't build up a resistance to this horticultural oil, so it keeps working every time you spray. Summit Year-Round Spray Oil is available at fine garden centers and at summitresponsiblesolutions.com. It's an unprecedented diamond buying opportunity at International Diamond Center this weekend only. IDC is opening the vault with the largest selection of hand-picked diamonds ever seen here. And you can buy like a dealer buys. Choose from thousands of GIA and Forevermark diamonds. These are the best of the best. Certified by the world's top gem labs. Ethically sourced and hand-selected for remarkable brilliance. Rare precious diamonds at prices never seen before. Rounds, princess cuts, emerald cuts, cushion cuts, ovals. From 1 carat to 20 carat diamonds. 
diamonds. All on sale. It's IDC's largest and most aggressive public diamond buying event ever. And if that wasn't enough, we're offering long-term zero interest financing on any diamond purchase. Plus, for these three days, you get extra savings and incentives on all engagement ring mountings, including the entire collections from both Takori and Viraggio. Don't miss this amazing opportunity. An open-to-the-public multi-million dollar diamond buying event. This Friday, Saturday, and Sunday only. And only at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 a.m. WRUF. I want to let you know this, and this could certainly change, I suppose. If I told you that Florida in football comes off a 6-7 and seven season for the second year in a row, and in 2023 year two of Billy Napier, according to Phil Steele, who I trust a lot, he has Florida tied with Houston for the sixth toughest schedule in the country based on opponent winning percentage, which is 61%. Yeah. Six teams on the schedule that finished the season ranked Eight that finished with a winning record. And there are three other teams in the SEC that have a more difficult schedule than Florida. What's that tell you? Yeah. So it won't be easy. Won't be easy at all. But we will see what happens. Uh, all right. Calls. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Uh, Bill says, actually, football here, said uh, if Florida's going to get a quarterback in the portal, uh, it would probably have to be after spring. Any candidates? Well, Florida already got one. Uh a preferred walk-on, oh gosh, uh, Leon, I think is his last name, uh, played a, a Connecticut, but he's a preferred walk-on. So if you're asking, are they going to get somebody, you know, scholarship-wise, like a, a Mertz, could be. I mean, look, I, you'd be naive to think that after spring, there won't be at least a couple of quarterbacks who are, you know, pretty good. And Ole Miss comes to mind. Their, their quarterback room is loaded that they wouldn't go, you know what, I'm going to be third in the depth chart. I'm out of here. I, I think that's a very good uh, possibility. Brandon says, speaking about the Bucks, how beneficial is it really for Trash to sit behind Tom Brady? I ask, because at this stage of Brady's career, it doesn't seem as if he'd be willing to be a mentor to any. Well, you want to worry about that now because he's not there. Um, so how much would a new quarterback like Trask actually learn from Brady? Oh, a lot. A lot. I mean, look, even though, like he says, 
kind of how like Aaron Rodgers says his job isn't to teach a rookie quarterback. Maybe not teach, but you could just look. You could absorb that. You know, how does he handle a huddle? How does he handle the players? You know, how does he make a certain throw? He doesn't have to say a word to you. Um, but I think, Brandon, you can still learn some things from that. And I, and I think regardless of this, um, so you have to look and see to get a chance. That's all I think you, you want to see at this point, right? What can he do? And I think the Bucks have got to do that given where they drafted him. Got to get a chance. All right, I have three more emails, and I have like five minutes to fill. So if you want to get a quick call in, you can. Uh, don't forget, later this week, lots of stuff that we're doing. Going to cover the women's basketball tournament Wednesday, about 1.45 or so. We'll probably be up there a little early that day. Uh, tomorrow, Gator Baseball at 5.55. Wednesday, uh, Gator Baseball at 5.55. If the women win Wednesday, we'll have their game against Alabama on Thursday. And then all the baseball games against Miami. 6.30. And it'll also be 2 o'clock and then noon on Sunday. Andrew says, hypothetically, Florida most likely can't get an at-large bin anymore. No. No. I agree with your Mark Wise. I think SEC tournament would be won by one of the high seeds. No way a low seed could possibly win three or four games to win the tournament. SEC teams top-heavy this year. Mississippi State and Vanderbilt would be the two teams, I think, Andrew, that would sort of fit your mold, right, where they're not Alabama uh, or whatever. And I don't know, you know, if you take a look at the SEC standings and just look at it that way, Arkansas is not a team that's in the hierarchy, right, but they're dangerous. They're very dangerous because now they've got their best player back. Think about it. Four teams in the league have 10 or more wins. Tennessee, Kentucky, A&M, Alabama. Missouri, Auburn, Vandy, 9-7. and seven. Arkansas, Mississippi State, 7-9. and nine. Florida, 7-9, and nine, but I don't know. Could, could they end up 9-9 nine and nine in the league? They could. Are you telling me you don't think Florida can beat Georgia and beat LSU? I think they can. They could also lose, but... It isn't like, and then they would be 16 and 15 overall. Likely NIT. Georgia is now just 16 and 13 and only 6 and 10 in the league. Now they are good at home. They've lost three in a row. Matter of fact, I believe I'm right in this. They've lost in the league the most games in a row tied with Florida. So, important game for Mike White because they want to get to the NIT as well. Because, again, Georgia doesn't go to postseason in basketball very often. That would be a good first year for Mike White. 
getting them to the NIT. Uh, we'll get a call from John here. Hi, John. Hey, Steve. Um, I'd like to know on that strength of schedule. What was jo- what's Georgia's? Is, do you have the magazine? I'd have Jeff to. I'd have to look it up. I just happened to find yeah, that one. Florida with FSU getting better, and LSU is probably going to be very high. Um, those two schools. I don't know if Georgia plays LSU next year, but they probably don't. Um, so, uh, uh, and a second thing, I wanted to ask you. Um, can Coach White, can in college basketball, can you have a successful team just using the transfer portal? Because his recruiting, his high school recruiting, is not good at all. He, he's he's not done any better. And I know it's a short, but but he's he's three stars, the best he's done, none in the top 100 or 200, and none on the radar that are you know even committed or anything to that degree so can you do it without high school recruiting in basketball no no i don't uh, by the way georgia's strength of schedule uh, with phil Steele, 63rd yeah oh boy 63rd amazing yeah and through history I, I feel like florida always plays a tougher doesn't it just feel like florida's playing the texas a&m's and georgia's playing the I don't know. The, well, the, the, the easier teams. Think about it. Some, you know, Florida has Florida State every year, which most years FSU has been good. When Georgia plays Georgia sure. Tech, Georgia Tech hasn't been good, you know, in a long time. That that's just one thing. You throw the Miami game in there occasionally, and when Miami is, you know, usually pretty good. So yeah, I, I get it. Um, and you and you compare LSU to Auburn. I mean, yeah, Auburn's been good, but LSU, I would say, is better on average. Yeah, probably. You know, according to him, toughest strength of schedule, South Carolina. I believe it. Clemson. They play Clemson, and I don't know who they play from the other side of the SEC, but that doesn't surprise me. Um, So, anyway, Coach White, I think he's got to pick it up on the high school recruiting. Otherwise, I agree with you. You can't. You can't live on the transfer portal in basketball. No, but you can get well quickly in the transfer portal. You can't live with it, but you it's a it's a quicker fix. And I think that because you can get pretty good if you get the right transfers, right? Yeah. Can you sustain that without high school? I don't think so. But I do think the portal is a way where you can get better pretty fast. Yeah, I well, I mean, I think if he doesn't get a good class in the next year, high school, I mean, a year or two, I want to say the last coach's third class was in in or around the top ten. So, without doing that, I don't think you can be a no. maybe not even a tournament team. I don't know. All right, Steve. Time thank will you tell. Thank Take you, care. John. Appreciate your call. That's going to do it for our show today. Our thanks to Cornelius Ingram. Uh, the state champion girls basketball coach at Hawthorne. Chris Hayes, Jacksonville's baseball coach. Gators play the Dolphins home and home tomorrow away, Wednesday home. And then Greg Bowie, the Hawthorne boys basketball coach. They're in the state semifinals Wednesday uh, as they try to duplicate what their girls team has done. Pretty remarkable. 
Thanks to Sam for producing today. We thank you for listening. We'll do it again tomorrow at noon. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM.